Coming up on Sports Talk with Marcel, the NBA Conference Finals is heating up. I'll give you an update of where we stand. And should the Philadelphia 76ers consider trading Ben Simmons? We have MLB news and who's winning this year's Stanley Cup. The very latest on the college football playoff proposal, this day in sports history, and more right now on Sports Talk with Marcel. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, ladies, to the latest edition. I know it's been a while, but welcome back to the latest edition of Sports Talk with Marcel, episode number 47. Um, we have so much to get into, NBA playoffs, of course, NHL, we in the Stanley Cup as we speak. We have a little baseball, MLB news, um, of course, the college football playoff expansion. I would definitely get into that. And, of course, this day in sports history. But we're going to start off what happened last night. And it did not look good for the Milwaukee Bucks fans. As Giannis go down with a knee injury. He left the third quarter and didn't return as the Milwaukee Bucks get blew out without Trey Young against the Atlanta Hawks. Series is now tied 2-2 two two as they head back to Milwaukee. Lou Williams started for Trey Young. 24 points off the bench. Badanovich had 20. Um, It seemed like Milwaukee just... You know, they were supposed to come out with that killer instinct, and they just didn't. You know, they just laid the egg, knowing that they um, won game three, won game two and three back-to-back. And they had a potential of they had a um, potential to be up 3-1, going back to, you know, Milwaukee to close this out tomorrow night. So, I just feel like they laid the egg tonight. They didn't come out and play with um, – uh, they didn't come out and play aggressive. Um, when Giannis went down, you, everybody knew the game was pretty much done, and you know it was over. You know Atlanta was leading going into the half, but this Atlanta team is really surprised. Really have woken up the entire league. Really have. Not only do they put out the New York Knicks, who was the hottest team of the season, they put out the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, which is the number one team in the entire league. Not in the but in the Eastern Conference. They are really waking people up. This team is really, they tough. Now they're going through, they, um, they going through this playoff run. And a young squad, man, this team is going to be, man, this team is definitely is going to be top four, top five the years to come. They have not shown it this year, but in the playoff, I guess they... Nate McMillan have them preaching to them. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Because they did start horrible. But they definitely showing that they are a team to be reckoned with for years to come. But Atlanta, I don't feel like they will win this series. Um, I honestly feel like Milwaukee is a better team. More experienced team, of course. They have to win game four. I mean, game five. Is it game five? Yeah, they have to win game five. Well, it's over. They don't if Milwaukee don't win game five. Atlanta have a chance to come back in game six and close it out. And I don't know what's the conditions of Giannis. We haven't heard too much of yet what is going on with his knee. I believe they will get an MRI later today and we will know more about it later on. But for right now, it is not looking good for Milwaukee Bucks. I really will still believe they can get past them without Giannis, but Winning a championship without Giannis, that's a little bit too much to ask for 
um, Chris Middleton and um, Drew Holiday. Them two is not going to be any team that come out of the West, no matter if it's the Clippers or the Suns. Speaking of the Clippers and Suns, Clippers came back with a tremendous game in Game 5. Paul George dominated 41 points. Reggie Jackson, he's the MVP of that of that team. This entire playoff run, without him, they, they would have been gone against Utah. This team, this Clippers team with Jackson, they, they know they're going to have to pay him now. They know they're going to have to pay him now. But Phoenix dropped the ball in game five. They had a chance to close the team out, go to the finals. First time in almost 20 years. I believe they dropped the ball. But like they say, it just sometimes stuff just meant to be. Now here we are sitting at game six of the Western Conference Finals. Chris Paul have a chance to put out his former team in a building that it was Lob City. Like, then you just cannot write stories like this. I believe they will get it done. But if they don't, oh, it would. Phoenix Suns have all every um have the pedigree to win this series, which I will, which I do believe they will win this series. But they have a pedigree to win a championship, in my opinion. I feel like they are the favorite of the um of the last four teams left, the remaining four teams left. They are the favorite. If you ask me, it's theirs to lose. Cause if you if you if you if you told me the Phoenix Suns would be in a in a in a in a, in a Western Conference Finals or the Finals early in the year, I would have told you a damn lie. But they in a position to go to the finals. They we will see if they get it done tonight. I think they will. I think Chris Paul come out and ball. He have to, to be honest with you. He have to. Don't know what's going on with Kawhi Leonard. It seemed like his knee, he would miss his 7 8 straight game. I'm just at a point right now where I just believe the Clippers is just not is a, just not a good fit for Kawhi. I really believe that. It's just not a good fit. I, I kind of believe you. I, I kind of, I'm really starting to believe and no, starting to wish he would have just stayed at Toronto because that was a team that was on the rising. You no, know, you had Kyle Lowry. You have Frank Van Fleek. So that could that could have been a good team in the Eastern Conference. But unfortunately he decided to go home. So and that's very understandable, but I I I'm starting to really believe he made the wrong decision by going to the Clippers because if they don't win this year, then what? You had two straight years where you had the chance to win the win the finals. You had a chance to win a championship, and that's the ultimate goal. At the team like that, loaded like that, they, they it's championship or bust. Them and the Lakers in Brooklyn, which is I'm very disappointed they got put out in Game Seven at home. James Harden was not himself. Brooklyn is in trouble, man. Brooklyn is in trouble. Knowing, especially as rumors and news coming out that Spencer, they really want to be out of there. He want to get paid the money. He want to go to L.A. 
You Are you kidding me, man? You're on a championship competitive team. You're on a championship built team, and you want to go somewhere else and try to win. I don't, I don't understand that. I really don't. I really don't. But Chance, um, Chauncey Billups, Mr. Big Shot, is now the new coach for the Portland Trailblazers. The Portland Trailblazers formally introduced Chauncey Billups as team new head coach on Tuesday. Almost all 30 minutes of the news conference focused around a controversial background and details of his hiring. His relationship with star point guard Damian Leonard and his vision to elevate the Blazers into a title contender, Billups won the job over the finalists Becky Hammond and Mike D'Antoni. But after details of a 1997 rape allegation resurfaced last week, the Blazers were met with backlash. General Manager Neil Ogley said Tuesday that an independent investigation gave the organization confidence in moving forward with Billups as coach. He, he said we commissioned our own investigation, independent investigation, into the incident in the question in 1997. Ogley said... The findings of that investigation was Chauncey recollected. Um, it was collaborated. Chauncey's recollected of the events that nothing non-consensual happened. We stand by Chauncey, everyone in the organization, and believe he's the right person to be our head coach and the right choice to be an ambassador in the Portland community. Everyone is accustomed to a crime a crime charge were brought in 1997 case, but Billups settled a civil lawsuit filed by the woman. Chauncey Billups played 18 seasons, and he was a hell of a player in the NBA. Santa Faria deal with the Portland uh, with the um, Portland Blazers, the fifth year as a team option, taking over the team after spending his season as an assistant coach with the Clippers. Tyloo's staff today. Today is a great day for me and my family. Billup said, "It really is. This is my dream job. We knew we could have this, have to address the allegation, but this is my dream job. This is one of the best days of my entire life. So, congratulations to um, Chauncey Billups. And that's what I understand about these reporters. If you feel like you have to bring something to, you know." This um, mental uh, someone's character—it's—it's kind of—it's kind of pathetic, to be honest. It really is. It really is really pathetic. 1997—that's what 24, 25 years ago. That's ridiculous, man. NBA need to come up with some some make some rules or laws about allegations. Because some of these stories just let me add up in my opinion, personally. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has been in the news. Of course he has for the last couple of weeks. Since the Philadelphia 76ers got put out by the Atlanta um, Hawks a week and a half ago. The idea that Philadelphia 76 guard Ben Simmons will spend the offseason improving his shooting stroke. Has become an annual discussion in Philadelphia. Uh, absolutely. I've seen the dude absolutely give, pass up the ball over a free layup. 
I've never seen nothing like that in my life. He is at the rim and he passed the ball. The guy, I don't even know his name. The guy he passed it to, he 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 looked as shocked. After Simmons met it down in the final of the foul line and disappeared from Philadelphia offense, as the 76 collapsed and bowled and bowed out of the playoff, losing in seven games to the Atlanta Hawks. But not 24 hours after his team season was over, 76ers Doc Rivers said Monday that he believes his, this summer will be different for Simmons. Come on, really? I, I know, I know, he, I know, I know he have to say that, but like, come on, really? It's not going to be a summer different if you don't make him work on his game. Stephen A. Smith been saying this since the guy, what, what, second or third, what, second year. He had to come up with some kind of post game. He had to become a shooter. It's the reason why he's horrible at the free throw line. He's the reason why he's missing, um, he's wide open. Because they know he can't shoot. Because according to Simmons, not only, according, according to River, sorry, not only is Simmons willing to do the work, but the Sixers have a plan to address his shooting rules that will involve doing the right work and doing it the right way. Really, that, that, it's too late for this. They wasted, what, four, about three or four years on this dude. And Michael Jordan said his best. You don't pay a guy just all based off their potential. Some at some point, you have to show me what you're worth. And what he has shown us that he is worth to be traded. Sixers have a plan to address the shooting wounds that is involved doing the right thing. I read that. Um, it is a package that has led to Simmons being a name to three all-star teams. And he has absolutely no game when it comes to shooting. He can't shoot a free throw and he can't shoot any... He's horrible in front of the free throw line. Well, he, oh, we all know that. He definitely horrible in front of the three-point line. And he just have no post-game to him. You that big. Some of you talking about he got the body of LeBron. That's ridiculous. He's that tall. I believe he was like 6'4", six, 6'6". Six, six. He's that tall and big. And he don't know how to shoot a ball. Unbelievable. NBA team and winning the 20, 2018 Rookie of the Year. That was given to him. It was also a package that has been notable, like an outside shot, and why it has often resolved, revolved around Simmons being an unwilling three-point shooter because he's scared. And these playoffs, Simmons went from being a 60% foul shooter in the regular season, the territory he has been and for each of his four NBA seasons to uh, hear this out, 34.2% in the postseason. I ain't shoot well from the I ain't shoot well from the line this year. That's obvious. But the uh, the the right question, the right answer is, I'm just not. I'm just. I didn't play good at all. None.
Simmons said after Game 7 loss of the night, obviously I wasn't there. I didn't do enough for my teammates. There's a lot of things that I need to work on. Rivers said that the team has to make Simmons a more confident foul shooter and that if that can't happen, everything else will fall right into place. We're not hiding that Ben has to become a better free throw shooter and more confident free throw shooter. Rivers said, if that happens, I really believe a lot of the other parts of his game follows. I said that if you remember before the season started, first thing I said was, we got to get him to the line 10 times a night. And to and to want to get to the line 10 times a night, we, we got to put in the work so we can get there. But if we can get him there, man, this game, his game can go to a different level. I don't believe so. I honestly believe they should trade him. I honestly, I really do. That team, that Philadelphia team, first off, you have a guy, Ben Simmons, all-star, rookie of the year, can't shoot a ball, can't shoot free throws. Every season, they have a good regular season record, and then when they come postseason, they get swept where they get put out before the conference finals. And you want us to, you want the fans of Philadelphia to still believe in the process? Somebody have to make the call and go ahead and trade this dude. Damn, um, damn, Mari, trade him. You know, you love trading people. You traded Chris Paul and James Harden. I do believe you traded him. No, he ain't. I don't think, I don't think he traded James Harden, did he? No, he didn't. But you traded Chris Paul. Hey, I get, I, it's his forte of trading superstars. But this is a for sure one. Just get rid of him. He's not useful to you anymore. He can't shoot. He don't want to shoot. He's scared to shoot. Cut your losses while you can. NHL. The Stanley Cup Finals are finally here. The Montreal Canadiens put out my team, Las Vegas Golden Knights. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning is winning, winning the Stanley Cup. I, I, I don't... There's nothing else to say. When you beat a team 5 1, game 1, you, sh- you set the standard, you set the tone for the rest of the series. I, want, I will go far as to say, I believe they might just sweep Montreal. Montreal is just a Cinderella team that's got to the, they got lucky against Winnipeg Jets. They got lucky against the um, Las Vegas Golden Knights. But trust and believe me, they would not get lucky against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I believe they're gonna win. I will at least I will give them a game, respectfully. Just from them sweeping the Winnipeg Jets and taking out the um Las Vegas um Golden Knights, I will give them a game. But the t- this team is horrible. I saw a play with a guy landed on his head and his head was straight up bleeding on ice. Tampa Bay is just uh Hell of a team. They've been a, one of the best teams all season, and I don't see them losing. I don't care how many games it is. Four or five, I don't care. I believe Stanley Cup is um, Tampa Bay is going to repeat the champs for the Stanley Cup. Um, we're going to go over to this day in sports history. It is now time for this day in sports history. 
1908, at 41 years, three months, future baseball Hall of Famer pitcher Cy Young becomes oldest player to record a third career no-hitter as the Boston Red Sox beat the New York Highlanders 8-0. In 1962, the L.A. Dodgers future baseball Hall of Famer pitcher Stanley Koufax no-hits the New York Mets 5-0, first of four career no-hitters thrown by Koufax. In 1994, U.S. Ice Skating Federation Barnes, Tanya Harden for life. In 1995, Indians Eddie Murray is 20th to reach 3,000 hits. And in 2019, the Brooklyn Nets loaded up elite NBA talent on first day of free agent. Signed Kevin Durant from Golden State and Kyrie Irving from Boston and DeAndre Jordan from the New York Nets. This has been This Day in Sports History. That was This Day in Sports History. College football. Playoff expansion. Management committee will consider expanding the current 14 field to a 12-team format when it meets in Chicago next week, marking the first step and what could be another historic change, a disaster in my opinion, for the sports postseason. The proposal does not include guarantees for conference championships, champs. Instead, it calls for the bracket to include the six highest ranked conference champs, plus the six highest ranked other teams as determined by the College Football Playoff Selection Committee. There will be no limit on the number of participants from a conference, and no league will qualify automatically under the proposal for a 12-team format. The four highest-ranked conference champs will be seeded 1-4 to four and receive a first-round bye. Teams 5-7 through seven will play each other in the first round on the home field of the higher-ranked team. The quarterfinals and the semifinals will be played in bowl games. The national championship game could would remain at the neutral site. Also under this proposal, this is what I don't like. Even if even if Notre Dame is the number one team, this absolutely makes no sense. I'm gonna get to it. Notre Dame, if they are number one team in the country, it cannot receive a bat or be seated higher than a five. That don't even make sense when they clearly just said one through four. Anyway, it cannot receive a bat or be seated higher than a fifth number five. The selection committee top 25 is different from the seeding because the top four seeds go to the highest ranked conference champs. The first round games will take place on campus sometime during the two week period following conference championship games. The quarterfinals will be played on January 1st or January 2nd when New Year's Day falls on a Sunday in an objective day. This model allows for the possibility of teams competing in 17 games. 
But Cedric said it is highly unlikely. He cannot guarantee that. He pointed out that in order for that to happen, a team... Oh, this is so ridiculous. A team seated no number 5 through 12 will have to play in a conference game. That's... Oh. It makes my brain hurt when I read idiotic stuff like that. I do not agree with the proposal. I believe the proposal is just straight. It's a money grabber. Of course, we know this. If it's, it's, I'm upset because I know... I really believe they're going to approve it. I just don't believe 12 teams deserve a right to have a chance to play for a championship. And then if Notre Dame number one team, like, what's the point of winning if I become number one? If you become number one team, the proposals say it don't matter. It's just, it's just really, it's just really, it's just really um, idiotic in my opinion. I believe it just don't make any sense. I believe it could have been. Now I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against expanding the playoff, but twelve teams? No, no. Then they will be playing in between championship week. That don't even make like the proposal is just ridiculous in my opinion. It's just ridiculous. Um, I just wish they would have came up with a better proposal. Probably six teams. Six teams would have been different. It would have been better. The top two teams get a bye. And the four teams play to play for the semifinals. That is very... That is not so hard to do. But hey, man. it's, It's all about these conference commissioners... Coming up with these proposals that they want to see more of their conference teams in the um, top four, top five. This is give teams in a conference just per se. Because we all know SEC is a dominant area. Alabama, Auburn, um, Florida, LSU. Those teams have a chance to be in the top 12. Look at the big 12. You got Oklahoma, Ohio, Oklahoma State, Oregon, Oregon State. Texas, Texas A&M, Texas Tech. You have teams that would not make the top four. Probably not top five. Or neither top six. But you give teams the opportunity, the chance to have a losing record. Not a losing record, but a loss or two on a um, win-loss column and you giving them a chance to play for a national championship I don't understand it I, I really don't it's just it's just it, it makes me just wonder like what's they what's the what's the purpose of this proposal like you really have to be an idiot to want to okay this it seemed fun it, it seemed like a good idea uh no is is not a good idea in my opinion. It's just not. I believe they could have came over with a better proposal where they could have had the top six teams, not top four, make it more competitive. Don't make it more of like shit, we can win you having teams going to the season like you know, we in top twelve, it's whatever. 
It ain't about conference championships. Getting into the top four. We in the top 12, we have a chance. I don't think that's a good message you sent to. Because who's going to suffer from this is the players. Is the players. Um, you have, um, the, the of course, the top four teams. It's just embarrassing. I, if I was Alabama, if I was um, if I was Alabama, if I was Auburn, if I was Clemson, I would be embarrassed. Ohio State, I would be embarrassed. Nobody coming out the Big Twin but Ohio State and probably Northwestern. That conference is horrible. You have at least three or four conferences where you can have three or more teams in the big in the, in the top twelve. It's like you each of those teams to be playing two or three times a year. I don't like it, and I just think it's just BS. But hey, just my opinion. MLB, another allegation in the world coming out of the Dodgers camp. Starter pitcher Trevor Burr is facing allegations of assault by a woman steaming from a sexual encounter early this year. The Pasadena, the Pasadena California Police Department said it is investigating the allegated, the allegated assault, which is said occurred around the middle of May. The case could be turned over to a district attorney office as soon as today. A source told ESPN at Wednesday at which point a decision would be made on whether it would be moved forward. The woman was guaranteed a domestic, was granted a, a domestic violence restraining order in the L.A. County Supreme Court against Brower. According to her attorney, Mark Gerlich, who allegated in uh, the statement that his client suffered severe physical and emotional pain. As a result of a recent assault from Burr, Gerlich issued a statement Tuesday writing, Our goal is to keep Mr. Burr from contacting our, our uh, client in any way possible. We will participate there. will be criminal actions against Mr. Burr. And it is our hope law, hope law enforcement will take our clients' allegations and case seriously. Brewer agent Jeff Farwork released a length statement to SBN denying any wrongdoing on behalf of his client. And the statement um, decided, decided, described the relationship as consensual and called the woman allegations baseless and defamatory. ESPN has chosen not to name the woman through Gulick and the Ferner and use her name in their statements. Mr. Brew had a brief and woolly consensual sexual um, relationship intentionally by the woman beginning in April of 2021. Tony said in a statement, we have messages that show the woman repeatedly asking for rough sexual encounters involving requests to be choked out. 
and slapped in the face. And both of the... I'm done reading that. I don't want to get too... You know, we'll see now it goes getting a little bit too dirty. Honestly. <laughs> but choked and slapped in the face, huh? Allegations. It is it is it is very ridiculous. Even though the LA Dodgers is having a tremendous seasons, this is something that they should not want to. It's like a down. It seemed like it was just like it just seemed like their franchise always have a dark cloud coming from somewhere. That's just how it is. Either you was either winning on the field, losing on the field, or whether this allegation of the woman saying she wants to be choked out and slapped. If they have, if they, if they, if they, if, if, if it's proven that she said that, she should be, she should be um, serving some kind of jail time. Because there's no way in here you're going to come out and say, it's, he did this, but they have you on tape saying you want to be choked out and slapped around sexual favors. That is ridiculous. Moving on to the um, yesterday results. Kansas City lose to Boston 7-6. Um, the um, Baltimore Orioles blow out the Houston Astros 13-3. The Chicago Cubs have been falling tremendously as they lose to the leading division um, to their rivalry, the Milwaukee Brewers. 2-1, Arizona, worst team probably in hell. There's no hope for this team. Arizona lose 2. I believe they have a, the worst Roll record in the league. Lose to St. Louis 3-2. to two. San Francisco can't do much against the L.A. Dodgers. They lose 3-1. to one. This um, Texas Rangers take care of the Oka A's 5-4. And the Colorado Rockies shut out the Pittsburgh Pirates 8-0. The Chicago White Sox, who has been playing tremendous baseball this season, they take care of their division rivals. Minnesota Twins seven to six. The New York Mets, and I do believe the New York Mets will win the division. I am giving up on Atlanta Braves. You heard it, episode forty-seven. I am giving up on Atlanta Braves. They are trash. Have no good pitching. They can. They can score runs, but in baseball, you got to have a, a um a good rotation in that um. In those um, starting pitchers, and you have, and you gotta have a bit um, bullpen. But they lose to the they lose to the Mets four to three. San Diego, another team, even though they beat the Cincinnati Reds five to four, I do not believe they're a contender. I am I am not sold on them. Nowhere near sold on them. Once you lose to the Colorado 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 Rockies. You have a problem. Like, this team is the worst in your division. There's no way you should ever lose to them. Not even a serious. The, the, one of my... The worst team in absolutely... The worst team to me in the, in the MLB is the Seattle Mariners. They lose to the Toronto Blue Jays. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. have been playing tremendous baseball. They win nine to three. The LA Angels. They just need to give up on Mike Trout, please. Just trade him. 
If I was my trap, not not even trade him. I I would, I would if I was my trap, I would want to trade. I don't even know why he signed that long deal, man. Ten years for what? To be losers? Uh uh-uh. uh. They lose to the Yankees, eleven to five. Another horrible team. Two horrible teams. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays um, lose to the Washington Nationals four to three, and the Miami Marlins lose to the Philadelphia Phillies. Early game today is the Arizona and St. Louis Chicago Cubs and the Milwaukee Brewers. The Pittsburgh Pirates in Colorado, Tampa Bay Rays and the Washington Nationals, Detroit and Cleveland Indians. The rest of the games will be later on tonight. That will do it for MLB. Well, that will do it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for joining me for another great episode, episode number 47. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, thank you guys for your love and support. Um, episode number 50, I will be giving away two WWE SummerSlam tickets. They will be in Las Vegas at Elysia Stadium where the Las Vegas Raiders play. Absolutely, I will be giving away that in $100 for the 50 episode. All you have to do is keep listening. Hope you guys enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. I will see you guys back here next week for episode number 48. As always, be good, be great, be blessed.